Peace out, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Truth Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Robinson. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, I wanted to get on another guest. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. We haven't really actually met in person yet, but it was the first time we were meeting up. But we uh, talk all the time on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. But he's a really dope dude. And uh, He's actually a uh, clothing designer and just an overall artist creative out of Des Moines, Iowa here. Uh, it's my good friend Rio Kassan, a.k.a. Riz. What's going on with you, brother? What's up, man? Appreciate you, you living, for brother? having me, Absolutely, man. man. It's been a long time coming. We had some uh, technical difficulties a few weeks back, you know, yeah. trying to get everything situated. But, it was all cold, you know, man. The car wasn't starting. Oh, bro. <laughs> and then it's cold again, man. Fuck. It's bro. like 8 degrees today or something I like just that. don't understand why Iowa weather... It'll be like 20 below and then 50 like the next week. So. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's like sense, a, yeah, it's like that. Uh, what is it? Like the multi personality type shit. Bro, you know, I'm it's just like bipolar. bipolar. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's uh, Iowa. Shout out to Iowa and Shout Mother Nature, man. But still yeah. the home city, man. Got to represent. Absolutely, brother. Riz, man. Uh, before we get into everything. Uh, dive into your story just tell me who is Riz today how old are you uh, give the people that don't know you just a little bit about yourself real quick so my name is Rio but everyone usually calls me Riz when they see me I'm 24 actually today is my birthday so Lord, happy birthday brother. thank happy you birthday. man appreciate it uh, Riz is just a, a good guy man he cares about everybody around him he likes to have fun likes to who you know Likes to play games. I'm a normal person, man. So just like to have fun with all my peoples. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Yeah, I always get like the good vibes just all over. I when I see you like yeah. tweeting about stuff. And I'm everything all about else, positivity, you know? man. Absolutely, man. Yeah, and I think that I think that's how kind of we got closer, just because like I try to do the same thing. Yeah. And like I remember you like tweeted some of my photos like earlier in the summertime, I think last yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. I was shouting I was everybody like, on the yeah, city. Yeah, that shit was dope, yeah. man. You know. And showing love and I think that that's something that is really important for our city it in is, general man. and I think that it just kind of builds this good community exactly so I, I really like how the creatives are kind of going in this good direction I mm. feel like you know I just for a while I feel like everyone was trying to like compete against each other like it's okay to be competitive you know yeah. but like try to help each other out like mm-hmm. no one at, like no one's gonna make it out of the city as, like if we're not gonna help each other absolutely like everyone's so like selfish in a way where they're like I need to get put on first it's like yeah. a, it's like they they want to get put on first so that they can say and have that clout yeah. but in a way it's like if you help someone get put on like if they're closer mm-hmm. you put them on they can put everyone on so that's how absolutely. I look at it and that's why I started tweeting everybody's stuff because I just appreciate it absolutely brother that is beautiful man yeah I think that uh I think that it's slowly starting to change in the city, too, that, like, people are starting to support each other, but, yeah, I think that, like, last year, probably, like, early last year, it was kind of like everybody was trying to just compete and, like, go at each other's throats and everything, like, that's cool to a certain extent, but it's like, you know all you guys are my homies man so like real, i just want to show love to everybody you know i feel like there's still people that you know they i think that it's good to have a mix between like being selfish and like worried about what you're doing yeah. but also like you want to give back to your homies when they post something or do whatever yeah. you know especially in the creative realm i think that it's good I, to have that i just feel like a lot of people for a while was getting jealous like yeah. if they were getting a lot of more a lot more clout on mm-hmm. social media for a while yeah. they were kind of getting jealous so they'd start reposting their old stuff and yeah. I'm just like that's not the way to do it man yeah you just gotta keep at the consistency I think at the the consistency is like the biggest thing exactly. that people can do is just you know cause I think that we have a lot of the people that are around at least in Des Moines or it's probably in the world now is just like everybody's attention span is just not as long yeah. you know so like you do one thing one week and if you don't do something the next week it's like oh shit like you're kind of just off the map but you know some people do remember it but you know I think that it's good to kind of have that consistency and just kind of always throwing it down somebody's throat to see it you know getting that exposure especially if you're trying to come at it from like the clout standpoint I don't really care for but you know just trying to get people to buy into it and just see what it is you know see like when you said like you don't care for the clout standpoint Mm -hmm. I just had like some crazy 
like something just clicked in my head because for uh -huh. a while I was trying to compare myself to everyone yeah and it was just giving me anxiety and stuff yeah I'll go more into deep into that but absolutely I was always trying to compare myself to other people what other people were making or creating mm -hmm. trying to see what I can do better and it's like social media is kind of toxic in that sense yeah I'm always like oh my god I got to do better like I'm not doing enough or I didn't need to do this I need to step it up I need to get on more of a professional level yeah and it's also like bad because I was like trying to compare myself to celebrities like yeah. fashion people and that's just like you know you got to stay in your lane you got to yeah. work at your own pace mm -hmm. and since I realized that I've just gotten so much happier yeah less anxious like I've just been working at my own pace and it's just been working for me absolutely brother that's beautiful man i think that it's awesome that you can kind of see your progression yeah. especially going through something like anxiety that i think that a lot of people can relate to uh, i think that it's something that is tough especially in this social media generation yeah. kind of how you touched on like comparing yourself to others and everything mm -hmm. like uh, i felt like for a while when i was at least first like starting in photography and media and everything else like i was kind of in the same boat you know but then it was like probably a couple months in and I'm like you know I can be like myself I don't have to be like these other people yeah. you know and I think that that's something that I did throughout high school but just not taking it to like this creative standpoint yeah. I just like didn't care what other people thought about me mm -hmm. you know I just did it because I like doing it uh you know I feel like I lost touch of that when I first started like taking photography mm -hmm. very seriously uh but then you know as time goes on you kind of develop your own craft and everything exactly. and you start to like say like this is dope to me yeah. so I'm just gonna do it I'm mm -hmm. gonna put it out and if people like it and they fuck with it then that's yeah. the thing so you know but I think that there's a lot of people out there that haven't really figured that out yet mm -hmm. that you know it's hard for them to not compare themselves to other mm -hmm. people especially like with Instagram and Twitter and everything because I feel like a lot of people they don't post like their lowest moments yeah you know because it's kind of like a highlight reel is kind of yeah. how I view it especially like Instagram it's like yeah. you know people are going on these like dope vacations or you know are like meeting the president of the United States type shit yeah. or like something crazy you know what I mean Making it's it seem like, like their life is just always it's always this good. positive yeah. but like you know every single person in the world goes through these trials and tribulations yeah. and you know we all have our struggles but you know there's a lot of people that don't post that online because they don't want to put that negative energy out there mm -hmm. but you know I think that that's something that a lot of people need to kind of step back and realize that a lot of people do go through yeah. some fucked up shit you know and it's it's real life and that's how life is it's not always this highlight after mm -hmm. highlight after highlight so you know i think that it's good that you can explain that that you've been through that and now you're trying to just make a name for yourself and you're trying for to do sure, your thing man. bro i really appreciate like seeing all the stuff that you're posting and uh we'll get into the clothing brand side of things yeah. and stuff in a little bit but you know i think that it's just it's a dope idea and everything that you're doing is just preaching this positivity yeah. for the community this is crazy how you said that some like most people don't post like their lowest points mm -hmm. and when i first started getting on instagram and actually trying to post like you know good photos and stuff yeah. like again i was always comparing myself yeah. wondering why i'm not getting all these likes you know yeah. but it's like at, at some point i'm like you know what, I'm gonna start posting what I wanna post. So yeah. I kinda just archived all of my photos and yeah. I wanted to do more on a professional standpoint with shoots and stuff. Yeah. But then there was this one like um, particular shoot that I did with Borg mm -hmm. and it was the one about negativity and anxiety and depression. Yeah. And it was when, um, it was, I think it was fall time because it had that like creepy, you know, vibe. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Groggy outside. Yep. And uh, I just pitched the idea to him that I want to feel like I'm trapped, and that's where like that fish tank came yeah. into play when I was laying on the floor. And that then shit was crazy. There was bro. another one where we was outside, and he posted this like mirror, uh -huh. and I was kind of laying down, and it was just kind of creepy vibes. But it was like exactly how I was feeling. So I just wanted to portray that on the gram, mm -hmm. showing people that you know I want to express myself on social media. Like I, it makes me feel better when I do that. Absolutely. You know? 
absolutely and I think that there's something to be said like about Instagram and everything that there's a lot of people that do do like the artistic side of yeah. things you know and are trying to like convey this message for mm-hmm. other people to hear otherwise like there's a lot of people that just are in it for the clout and everything else like yeah. I think that it's really dope especially hearing your idea behind why you have certain pictures up on your page and everything yeah. I think that it's dope to hear that it like tells a story mm-hmm. and I think that there's not a lot of people that try to do that like when I posted that shoot I did not care how many likes I got because mm-hmm. it's like I was I struggled talking about my like anxiety and stuff to yeah. people and the best way that I do it is expressing it through art so me posting those like shoots was like a relief you know yeah. it was like I was getting it off my chest yeah and then however people reacted to it was their you know their business so yeah it just felt better posting and it's just like I always stray for positivity if I'm feeling down I still always want people to be positive yeah and I think that you rise an interesting uh, message that you know if you almost if you talk about it or in your case like convey it through art that like you have been suffering through like depression anxiety whatever uh that you know once you've kind of put it out in the universe you know it's kind of like you're letting it go Mm -hmm. you're making it like your reality it was your reality at one point but then you're letting it go and you're moving on Mm -hmm. so i think that that's something that a lot of people do struggle with too it's like you know if you take that step to actually seek out the help or you know just trying to accept it i think that that's something that is big for things like that because it's hard for people to kind of if they're like hiding it from the world i feel like it's always going to be there exactly you know versus like if they tell everyone you know not looking for like sympathy or anything like that Mm -hmm. but you know just like letting people know that hey i'm struggling through this shit and you know i'm gonna try to be my best version of myself yeah you know just if you guys like hit me up and you guys uh are noticing that i'm acting a little bit different that's kind of the reason why but you know i think that it's important to do that to a certain extent you know just Mm -hmm. trying to release all the negative negative negativity and everything else that's kind of happened throughout your life you know? i almost like look at instagram as like a visual diary mm-hmm. from my standpoint yeah. that's why i post how i'm feeling so yeah. you can tell by like the color schemes or the mood yeah. like in the photo how i'm feeling so absolutely yeah. absolutely do you kind of come up with all the ideas for your shoots typically for or the most you... part unless like um, like Michael Fromm or yeah. um, a couple of my buddies will just hit me up like, hey, I got an idea, let's go shoot. Yeah. But in a sense, like when I go to Borg, he's my cousin. Yeah. So like he understands me more than a lot of people do. So I'll throw him an idea how I'm feeling and then we'll go from there and he'll kind of bring it to life. That's dope. Just with my, the same thing with my brand, I'll have all these ideas. I'm not really good at graphic design or anything like that. So I'll tell him all these ideas and then we'll go to his crib and he'll just start like, you know, create some stuff up, and then I'll, I'll say if it looks like if I like this idea, I'll go with it. If I don't, I'll tell them to switch something up, and it's just like an equal collab yeah. thing. And I think that those collaborations are really dope too, especially yeah. like in Des Moines in general, like because it kind of brings people that like Borg probably has a different dynamic of followers exactly. that you don't have, yeah. and then you know if you guys collaborate together, then mm-hmm. it's huge. But you know, I think that it's awesome for that because also that if you like you said with the graphic design that's not really your strong suit but like fashion is though Mm -hmm. you know and like if you guys come together and you guys create something you guys can really create something dope you know i think that it's huge for there's a lot of people like i've said earlier is that you know they're very selfish and everything Mm -hmm. like that you know and they're afraid to kind of work with others i think you know because they want it to be all them Mm -hmm. yada yada you know and it's like these relationships that you establish with the people around you can be one of your biggest successes exactly so i just always had this in my head that um you need to make connections genuine connections you need to like work with other people in order to like make something big you can't make it all the way by yourself you're gonna need a winning hand sometimes yeah well i think that you know that idea of being self-made is kind of it's not really a thing it's not really a thing you know because regardless if you're trying to run like a huge company or whatever there's going to be people under you you know that are helping kind of build this idea and this vision so you know i think that there regardless like you can say that you're self-made but in all reality it's probably not the truth exactly you know I think that some people just need to kick that idea out the door and just don't be afraid to 
you know, work with others. Exactly. Just show love to everybody else that's around. So That's why, again, I was posting everyone's stuff to try mm-hmm. to bring everyone together and realize that there's so many people in Des Moines that have such dope art. Yeah. Like, we all need to work together. I told myself this year that I want to work with someone new that's an artist and collab with them. Yeah. And I just think we're all going to create something dope. Absolutely, so. brother. That's so beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful idea. And it's a beautiful city that we're growing up in right now and just trying to create some shit. Yeah. Like, I got people that don't even, like, create, like, how we create, but they mm-hmm. still want to collapse them out. Like, yeah. we're, like, already talking about how we're going to try to do it. And yeah. it's just cool that we're talking about trying to make it work, mm-hmm. you know? I think that it's just, it's interesting shit because, like, you know, there's a lot of people that, regardless of what they do, you're... A lot of people can be creative. Yeah. It just kind of takes the point of like putting it out there, you mm-hmm. know. I think that's the biggest thing about it. But like, I have a friend at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. She's actually a magician, and really? she like we've been talking about trying to make something collab. Word. We don't know how we're gonna do it, but it would be something just cool. Like you don't ever hear about a magician yeah. and a fashion person working together. Yeah, that so, would be a dope idea, yeah. though, bro. That's, that's what I'm talking thing. about from someone not being really like. In what the we're same doing, dynamic yeah, and everything, but we're yeah. trying to make because that's an art, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, yeah, absolutely. And I think that you rise like something interesting too. Is like you know, you don't really think of magicians being an art form or but anything like that, is. but it definitely is because they're like there's magicians on like America's Got Talent, and, like yeah. all these things, like mm-hmm. these huge shows, uh, and they're like headlining events in Vegas and shit. You know, yeah. it's like. I think that a lot of people, they do forget about these certain art mm-hmm. forms, you know, so. I just love the true beauty in anything that's art. Absolutely. Like, someone asked me, like, recently, like, what's your favorite art, like, new school, old school? I was like, I literally love everything. Yeah. Like, I can see the beauty in almost everything. Yeah. Well, and I think that it comes from the idea of, like, passion. If somebody can sell mm-hmm. me... Like, you could sell me a fucking pen. Yeah. If you're passionate about this fucking pen. It's probably the best pen you'll ever use. Yeah, absolutely, you know? And it's like, if you can tell me a story about why I need to have this pen in my hand and why I need to be using it, fuck, that's who I want to align myself with, you know? Every time you use that pen, you're just going to think of how passionate it was about it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that that's something that's very important for everybody to kind of pick up on, too. Exactly. Brother, so talk to me about life before designing. Oh, How God. was that experience for you? Kind of like, what was it like for you growing up? Um, that type of stuff. I was just like a really like playful kid. I was always mm-hmm. outside. I was really outdoorsy person, hanging with friends, playing yeah. basketball, football, any sport. Yeah. Just you know, kind of messing around, just like any kid would, or would you know, and. I used to ride bikes all the time till the street lights came on. My mom was like, you need to get your, you know, inside. But um, I didn't start getting into fashion until like, I want to say like junior year in college. Like this was recent. Really? Did you just graduate this year? I'm not. I haven't graduated. So the thing with that is, I'll go back to what we were just talking about. But I first started at DMAC and I was just, I wasn't even a full-time student. I was just trying to take some genetic classes. And then I still was stuck in that high school phase, so I wasn't taking it serious. I was skipping yeah. class to go play basketball. And, mm-hmm. and then my friend Tavita, he is a good friend of my uh, old roommate from Iowa State, and he like, he texted me one day and he was like, hey, if uh, you were to get accepted to Iowa State, would you be my roommate? And it was just like, I, I wasn't even going to go to a university. I was just going to do, like, DMAC. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what, I'll try it out, whatever. And I, I didn't think I was going to get accepted. Yeah. So I, you know, filled out the application. We both did at the same time. We both got accepted. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I, you know, I got to go now. I told yeah. him I'd be his roommate. So that first year, I went up there, and I was like, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I know, like, I'm pretty smart, but, like, yeah. I don't apply myself in college, so I make it harder for myself. Yeah. Like, I procrastinate out pass. Absolutely. So I did business because it's kind of a broad spectrum. You can pretty yeah. much do anything you want Absolutely. with that. So my first year there, I was in business, and it was absolutely terrible. It was boring. I didn't like go to class. I, I wasn't studying. I like it was so bad at one point where I checked my blackboard to see like if I missed anything, and I missed an exam by like a month. Yeah, like I just wasn't going to class. I withdrew actually, and I want to touch up on why I got depression. So I got an OWI on Christmas Eve. Well, Christmas Day it was like early, like between the days. 
So it was that semester, that second semester when I got, or it was on the winter break when I was going back to school. So that's when I really started, I stopped going to class, I stopped doing my homework, I literally stopped doing everything, and I finally withdrew. So then um, I actually had a friend that told me that she thought I would be good in event management because uh, I told her I always liked to travel and stuff. Yeah. So then I decided to go with that the next year after I kind of took some time to like, you know, get myself together. So I got into event management, it was awesome. I loved the people, like most of my classes were like females, you know, and I just thought it was cool. Like everyone was nice, the teachers, taught differently I don't know how to explain it yeah and then um, right after that I want to say I had a fashion show class and that's really really when I started getting into fashion like I realized that I really enjoyed the content so then I told myself I was gonna double major in fashion so I went straight to my counselor I was like this is what I want to do so yeah I was a double major I was a event management major and I was a AMD major and then um, yeah, I just really, really started getting into fashion from that standpoint. But going back to just growing up and stuff, Sean Space is like my best friend, yeah. and he's always been somewhat different, you know? He always tries to set trends. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, I would just try to experiment, and I just it just wasn't working for me. Yeah. But, like, he never judged me. He just tried to let me find my own, like, you know style and just yeah he didn't want to try to help me out because to this day we i still talk about it. i'm like bro why did you let me come out the house like this <laughs> like it just wasn't a good idea yeah. he's like bro i always used to just laugh like inside my head but like i wanted you to find your own path because it would it would make that much more you know it would be that much more dope but um yeah it's just I don't know, like fashion is just so cool. Mm -hmm. And the way that I look at it is, you can literally wear anything as long as you wear it with confidence. Absolutely. And I see that any article of clothing is gender neutral. Yeah. Like when I go thrifting and stuff, like a lot of the stuff in the summer, like the, the button downs that I have, the, mm -hmm. you know, the, it open, is like really female, like they're in the women's section. Yeah. Like this is a woman's coat. Absolutely. Like, you know, so it's just like, if a lot of people get that out of their head, mm -hmm. that oh, this is boy clothes, this is, this is girl clothes, yeah. you know? Like, you got to just expand your mind and be more open Absolutely. to, like, trying new shit. Yeah, know? and I think that, like, you know, especially, like, I go thrifting a lot, too, and I feel like I always find, like, the dopest stuff in yeah. the women's section. I feel like the men's section is, like, just so bland. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's always the same shit, yeah. like, T-shirts and whatnot, and it's, like, you never find something like that mm -hmm. there, you know? And I think that a lot of people overlook that, and I think that... I, I kind of have like the same mindset as it like you know clothes are made for one purpose and one purpose only it's to cover you up yeah. you know regardless if it, it's not gender it's not gender uh, specific for yeah. certain clothes and everything like if you want to wear a dress bro go ahead and go wear ahead a dress you know what I mean like it's I think it, that it you rise that good a good point though like that it is all about confidence yeah. and I think that you know if you're walking around very confidently and you're you're feeling yourself you know people can see that and they yeah. can like feel the vibe from you like if you're standing there and you got a dress on and you're just doing your thing people are going to respect mm -hmm. that you know versus like if you're kind of like looking around and like seeing what people see, think yeah. you know then people are like oh yeah. shit like yeah. why is he doing that you know what i yeah, mean it so, just makes it awkward yeah, and, yeah but start. i think that you have to be confident in who you are and yeah. i think that you have to like practice that idea of self-love mm -hmm. like you have to always yeah. constantly show yourself self-love and you know be have a reason as to why you're doing the things that you're doing you know yeah. so i'm you. still working on self-love you know like mm -hmm. every day i'm getting better you yeah. know but there's going to be days i'm like having a tough day absolutely or a tough week or a tough month and so on but Every day, I like I, I have a friend that I she told me to start writing on my mirror with a dry erase marker with positive thoughts. Okay. Positive thoughts. So like I've been doing that lately. She also told me to start writing in my journal. Yeah. And that's been helping. Like if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling good, what type of mood I'm on, I've just been writing my journal. And then every time I go in the mirror, like if I'm feeling down and I see those positive thoughts, I just like you know what, like you're right. Yeah. It's like I'm talking to myself, you know. So that does help a lot, and I didn't think it, that something that small would help, and it really does. Yeah, and I think that you, 
uh, talking about like journaling, I think that that's something that I do as well. Yeah. And I think that that's something that, you know, everybody can do. And I think that there's something about writing out your feelings exactly. and then nobody having to respond to that shit. It's just like, it, it's so therapeutic yeah. in a sense. And it's like, that's what I kind of do after every single day. I just mm-hmm. sit down for like 20 minutes, whatever the time is, and just write out as much as I can. Mm-hmm. If I got to get it off my chest, I write it out. Uh, and, you know, it's something that I can have personally. If I want to look back on it, I can. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, just kind of seeing my progression as to, like, why I was, like, feeling a certain mm-hmm. mood in a certain day. It's like, you know, looking back at it exactly. in, like, a positive standpoint, it's like, why was I acting like that you know like everything life is good you know what I mean Mm. but it's crazy how you know one thing after the next can kind of lead you down this Mm. kind of depressing kind of vibe you know and it's kind of sad that that happens but you know I think that journaling does make me feel almost sane in a sense you know because it's like I can put these thoughts out onto some paper nobody's gonna have to read them if I don't want to and if I don't want them to you know and it's just like it's my release Mm. in a sense I just like it's cool like for me when I first started my first journal entry mm-hmm. I remember I was writing everything down and it was a pretty like I was feeling pretty bad you know mm-hmm. and as soon as I closed it it literally felt like a weight just lifted off my chest you know yeah. like I still was sad but it felt like I got something off my chest instead yeah. of just bottoming it at you know yeah. so that helps a lot and I know proud like most guys probably think that journaling is like feminine you know mm-hmm. like the whole diary thing or yeah. they make fun of that or you know but mm-hmm. i feel like it is healthy even yeah. if you're not feeling bad it's healthy to write down your thoughts absolutely especially if you're an artist yeah. you know you write down everything yeah and i think that you know that idea of like feminine versus masculine i think it's all bullshit i yeah. think that all the labels bullshit is just stupid uh but you know i think that I think that everybody needs to talk about their feelings. Mm-hmm. I think regardless if like you're the hardest guy on the, in the world, like you know, you still gotta you talk still about got your feelings, down, bro. You know? Yeah, because like everybody goes through those struggles, like I said, and like you know, I think that I'm a firm believer. If like if you're not talking out your feelings and you're not talking about why something is making you feel a certain way it's going to eat you alive oh yeah it is going to eat you alive regardless of who you are uh and what you preach and everything else like you have to talk about the things that you're going through Mm -hmm. otherwise it it can bring you down a dark path and a dark road and i think that that's something that i'll always kind of cherish my mom for kind of putting me on is like you know always talking about my feelings and stuff regardless if i don't want to talk about them Mm -hmm. you know if i have to go see like a therapist or whatever it is you know just like get somebody that really cares about what you're saying and i think that there's a different dynamic about talking about it to somebody as well but like if somebody out there if you guys are struggling and like you guys don't have anybody to talk to grab a notebook and like you'll see kind of the progression yeah. uh that you kind of you can get by just writing out your thoughts mm-hmm. and just kind of releasing it see for a while i want to say 2018 was when i really started expressing myself because mm-hmm. i used to bottle it, like bottle it in all the time mm-hmm. like middle school like when my dad really wasn't around um the counters at school and stuff would try to like have me talk to him and i just didn't want to it make me mad yeah but last year was probably one of the most like humbling years i've ever had in my life i started like i i kind of came to the realization who i who i was you know and i just started following like my heart and my mind like i started just doing what i wanted to do absolutely and i can't tell you how many mental breakdowns i had in 2018 like the more like the most of any year i've ever had but I needed that. Like yeah. every time I got it all out, I felt ten times better. Yeah. And there's like, um, I'm about to start going to a counselor and a therapist and getting yeah. prescribed here soon. Yeah. But like for the longest time, I'm like, I don't want to get on anything. I yeah. don't want to talk to nobody. So now I feel like me starting to love myself more and more. Yeah. I want to like get help, you know. Yeah. And it's important to do that. Like it's not. We, you know, don't feel weak. Yeah. And it's like, you know, but everyone needs help sometimes, and I'm willing to take it now. Yeah. You know? And I think that that's important to just making that realization on your own that you do yeah. need a little bit of help. And I think that that's something that a lot of people can't do. And I think that it takes a strong person, a strong man to just realize that, hey, 
I'm not feeling myself right now. Yeah. And, you know, I think that I do need a little bit of help. And I think that that's very important for people to realize that it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't feel like you have to do everything on your own in life because life is very fucking hard at times. And, like, you know, I feel like we're all kind of going through... Uh, and just trying to figure out right from wrong and everything and yeah. you know sometimes you need people to just kind of surround yourself with mm-hmm. and you know that are very positive and uh, are willing to kind of hear out your yeah. feelings in a sense you know sometimes if that's not the case then you know just figuring out a way to make yourself happy for a long term thing not for like a short term thing like you know something like Netflix can make you happy for an hour you know it's temporary yeah you know I think that you have to realize what uh, the difference is between like the temporary happiness and like the long term long term term. and we're all we all need to search for the long term you know like for a while like I'll be watching movies like a lot a lot of the times I like going to the actual movies because mm-hmm. it feels like you're in the movie for a second and you're not worrying about what's going on in yeah. your life so like I'm always at the movies where I used to be I've always wanted to go see a new movie and yeah. chill and I I started smoking a lot more yeah. you know it could be because it eases my mind but like yeah. I don't want to have that as a crutch mm-hmm. so I try to only do it like when I'm just chilling at home resting like about yeah. to go to sleep I try not to do it during the day because it's just like kind of foggy I want to be my actual self you know but yeah man it's just I I really look forward to the long-term goals as far as being happy because I was down for so long man (laughs) that was so stressful and it was just like at one point I was like I don't think I'm ever gonna get better yeah well I think that it's that huge thing of like you know you you've realized that you needed some help yeah it is huge that you just kind of took that mm-hmm. step man that's huge like um, i was working like overtime mm-hmm. i mean i was working a lot of overtime hours i was working full-time for my first full-time job and i switched overnights which was like 9 p.m to 5 a.m yeah never worked a full-time job never worked overnights and that was just a lot on my plate yeah. but i wanted a lot like i needed some money so that's the main reason why i did yeah. it yeah probably not even two months and I immediately switched back to part-time and daytime and I've gotten like I've been happy for like the past like two weeks so I've been making small changes it's crazy how just making like small changes helps out a lot absolutely absolutely that's huge man yeah. yeah I think that you know making those small changes is huge and I think that a lot of people they think that you have to make these big changes before your life can get better but you know i think that there's that idea of the domino effect you know if you do one little thing here this can just kind of keep going and keep going and keep going and it can make you so much happier you know in the long Mm -hmm. run but all those small changes are going to make a big change for yourself absolutely so that's how i look at it absolutely that's beautiful uh how long have you been into fashion? Has it been since, like, you said 11th, or like, not 11th grade, like actually, college? Like, actually, as far as me, like, dressing up and yeah. stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say I got... It was when I just started event management, which was... I think it was the beginning of last year. Like, mm-hmm. around this time last year, honestly. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just... So when I went to Ames... Mm-hmm which was I think it was 20 it was either 2016 or 2017 I can't really remember but I was still experimenting and experimenting but I was still dressing different than the majority of people names so a lot of people were kind of catching on because at first they thought I was like kind of weird I mean I am weird but they thought I was just like strange and then everybody weird exactly (laughs) like being normal was boring that's fucking whack they started seeing me more and more mm-hmm. out and they're like he actually like does this you know yeah but last year is when i really started upping it up so i just started trying being more risky i should say yeah. you know trying new trends or trying to set trends or just trying to catch the eye i don't really like attention but i just like when i feel good i dress good like it just makes me feel better like Absolutely. if i it's like if you walk out and just some sweatpants and you haven't really like you know shaved in a while or whatever mm-hmm. like i like feeling good i like dressing good i like yeah. you know it just makes you happy yeah and i think that's the big reason why i got into fashion because it helps my my depression anxiety if i look good i feel good that's yeah, yeah. well and i think that you know fashion is something that 
is big because it you know when you're going out for the day let's say like I think that I always kind of put some thought into my outfit and I think that it kind of adds this different dynamic to you know my life because it's like this is like one of the first things that I'm doing in my day is getting yeah. dressed for the entire day or if like I'm going out or whatever you know and like it's like that saying that you've been saying is like if you look good you feel good and everything like that but you know I think that fashion you can almost tell a story yeah. through clothing and that's so crazy to me and like you know if you're trying to go for more of a chill vibe then you know just throw on some sweatpants and a hoodie uh if you want something like if you want to pop out a little bit more and you want to just kind of be like like whenever you look at the mirror you're like damn i look good yeah, you know what i mean yeah. so like i think that there there's a different story that kind of goes with fashion i think that that's kind of that's kind of the vibe that I'm picking up mm-hmm. on from you is, you know, you kind of try to tell stories through yeah. fashion or, you know, just art in general. That's really I dope. feel like the the days that I, like, actually want to look good for the most part because I'll be out doing errands or whatever mm-hmm. is, like, the days that I have off of work. Yep. Like, usually if I'm just chilling or I need to make a couple errands and I got work later or something, I won't really get, you know, yeah. just throw on something. So those days when you're off of work for the next few days, you know, mm. you, you just feel good. It's like a good mood, you know, mm. and it's just like you're like blasting good music when you're just driving, running those errands, and it just, that's what I was doing today on the way to the yeah, podcast. I was just absolutely. feeling good, you know. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, it's important to have that like we've been saying is like self-love and just you know making sure that you feel good on the inside and the outside as well you know and just making sure that you have happiness on all different forms of life Mm -hmm. so i think that's very important uh so brother getting into some of the other questions i have for you uh talk about full moon rocking it right now it's your first drop my brother so yeah uh, talk about the story behind the brand and how it kind of came into fruition i got you so um full moon wasn't the initial name for my brand i was just gonna stick with my like social media handle which was fxck riz which is fuck riz Mm -hmm. because i didn't really know what i wanted to call it but everyone knows me as fuck riz Mm -hmm. but um me and boy were kind of talking about it and we felt like it would only hit certain demographics. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, the kids may like it, like, but the parents are going to be like, oh, this kind of has a cuss word in it, in a mm-hmm. sense, you know? And I feel like the older group wouldn't want to rock it, so I want to make sure that I can hit all demographics. Well, this is how Full Moon came about. So, and fuck, fuck Riz. There's, like, there's this thing that I was kind of doing for a while. I was slashing, um... Uh, I can't even think of the... It was like a slash in your O's. Okay. You know, what is it called? Like in a text. You know what it's called? I'm trying to blank. Because like when I was writing like season one and all that, I would Uh put a slash in the O's. Yeah. Well, I was like, this kind of looks familiar. And I'm like, Uh why does this look so familiar? Well, I have a friend, um, Cody. Mm -hmm. No, not Cody. My friend Jason. He has a brand and... It's called Obsession, mm-hmm. and he puts slashes in his O's. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I can't bite his style, you know? Yeah. Like, that's not fair or whatever. So I was just thinking, I'm like, what can I do with my O's? And I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, and I'm like, full moon. And yeah. <laughs> Borg looks at me like, because the O, like the moon, it just, I don't know why that popped in my head, but it did, and it just stuck. And I've yeah. been really into, like, astrology and the universe, and yeah. I feel like everything happens for a reason, like, Absolutely. you know? So it just literally fit perfect. Like, I feel like God, like, put that right there in my head at the right time. It was perfect. It was like a light bulb just went above my head. Yeah. But since then, um, I was trying to think of like a mission statement or why, mm-hmm. what would we, like, why would I want people to wear my clothes? And I feel like on a, like the moon affects people's feelings and emotions, especially mm-hmm. on a full moon. Like you never know what could happen during a full moon. Absolutely. So like, I want people whenever they wear my clothes or my, my apparel or merch or whatever it is to feel a certain way. I want them to express themselves in a different way. I want them to be their true selves because everyone has a mask, mm-hmm. but when they put my stuff on, I want them to feel like their true inner side, like how they how they are by themselves. Yeah. So I want them to express themselves and have like it's like a wild side, you know, like the full moon. There's wild occurrences yeah. all all around that, that day. So yeah, I think that that's a beautiful just statement behind the yeah. brand too. And I think that you know, a lot of people they try to start things like a clothing brand or a clothing line, and it's like you know they don't have. 
the actual like specifics as to why people mm-hmm. should buy this they just want to do it because it's dope yeah you know and i think that that's a dope thing you know to kind of design your own clothes and whatnot if you think that it's dope then by all means do it but yeah. i think that you have to take that extra step mm-hmm. as to why you're creating it and yeah. why other people should be wearing it so i think that you know the idea behind full moon and how you want people to like in this job you want them to love themselves yeah. and you know they you want people to feel like themselves you want them to be so authentic with themselves and not have to wear a mask when, while they're wearing your hoodies yeah. or whatever your uh designs are you know i think that that's a beautiful statement behind the mm-hmm. brand too that's awesome brother that's awesome yeah so with the first drop mm-hmm. i just want to go a little bit over the hoodie yeah so i was thinking of so i actually uh follow this guy on twitter his name is demetrius Harmon. you yep. know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about he was like a really big person on vine and i started following him on twitter and he, he released these hoodies called you matter and for some reason it just spoke to me because I was in a bad state of mind during that time. So I literally have two hoodies from him. It's just like whenever I put them on, it feels great. Like, you yeah. know, I'm still sad, but it feels like it's comforting. Yeah. So I didn't want to exactly buy his style, but I wanted to do something in my own way mm-hmm. because I just know how it made me feel when I put those hoodies on. So me and one of my close friends, he's actually like my brother, his name's Chris. We were kind of uh, talking about an idea and I said love yourself, but I didn't know how I wanted to like put it on a shirt or mm-hmm. the hoodies. And he was like, why don't you spell it backwards? Because you guys tend to look at yourself in the mirror more than others. So when you look in the mirror, you'll be able to read it. So it just says love yourself. That's you know? insane. So that's where that idea came from. And then we just put the full moon on the back, you know? And then cool. on the right wrist, I want to, it's either the left or the right, I can't remember. Uh-huh. Actually, tripping like I don't have it on yeah it's, it's on, on the right, right wrist and it's a, a quote directly from me and it's personal yeah. and it just says life is tough but so are you your only limit is your mind you are enough above above all don't forget to love yourself your potential is endless grow through what you go through damn that so that was like a, a personal quote for me but I did have a friend help me like word it all so it just sounded dope but mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome, brother. I think that, you know, I've been trying to get into the clothing line stuff myself. And Mm. it's like, you know, I really love when I see other clothing brands, especially like local people like yourself Mm. that, you know, you're creating something that has a meaning behind it and you know i think like i bought a hoodie personally and i can't wait to rock it and everything you know so it's like i don't know man it's something about the message behind the brand and everything else that you know i'm just i'm so bought into it and you know hearing it from your perspective the creator behind it it's it's it makes it that much more special too Mm. so I really appreciate you like just sitting down and talking with me about it and just of course, man. talking about it, man. That's I just got to shout out Borg for bringing it to life. Absolutely. He's, he's a graphic man. creator, man. He's, he's lit with it. Yeah, he's the man. For real. Shout out to Borg, brother. Uh, we're getting into some of the other questions that I have for you. Uh, how do you feel like the first drop went for you? Well, way better than I expected. Really? Like... How do you feel like it, you, like, what was your projection? Do you feel like? So, at first, I wasn't going to do a pre-order. I was just going to order, like, 30 total mm-hmm. hoodies, you know, a certain each size. Yeah. And my friend Tan that actually um, printed, he has his own, shout out to Inkspace, by the yep. way. He has his own um, printing company, t-shirt printing company. And he told me, it, he had a couple people that he knows did a pre-order, and it was just easier, so you're not wasting any money. It's already bought, and you can just put that into... Um, the payment Mm -hmm. so I did a pre-order and I was just marketing it like crazy like I was posting it everywhere all my my homies everyone was reposting it and I sold over like 70 pieces so that was pretty cool like it was just crazy seeing how many people were viewing your website you know and it was just crazy because I've never did anything big like this in my life Mm -hmm. and this is probably one of the most important things that I've done as far as an artist so far in my career that's awesome brother yeah Yeah, getting into some of the other questions I have for you like uh, do you feel like I was gonna ask you like what do you feel like is your greatest accomplishment that you've done so far so do you feel like that is like your greatest accomplishment I I should also say like 
it also goes into the love yourself. I just feel like I am growing every day mm-hmm. and it's showing just because I'm like representing myself on my merch, you know, yeah. I'm putting my heart and soul into it. Yeah. I wanted to actually like when I I had I always try to think bigger than mm-hmm. like I shouldn't say realistically cuz yeah. like it, I feel like anything's possible if you put your heart and soul into Absolutely. it, but I told myself before even releasing anything, I was like, I want to hand sew and do everything myself. Yep. But like realistically, the time frame that I wanted to drop, it just wasn't going to work. I'm mm-hmm. still teaching myself how to sew. I never yeah. had a class for it. So I just told myself I'll just do some printing for right now as I'm yeah. still practicing. And then eventually I want to be one of those huge designers and like yeah. actually sewing and cutting and all, doing mm-hmm. all that. So Yeah. And I think that that's the clothing line thing for me at least it's a lot of trial and error yeah and i think that that's something that i wanted to get into too you know but it's like i feel like you have to start somewhere yeah. i think that that's the biggest thing that i've kind of learned is you have to start somewhere so you know like i'll print on like some uh some like lower quality like shirts but you know i want people to not have to break the bank for it you know yeah. and i think that that's something that i realize as a kid in college you know like I want people to get behind the meaning of my brand and I want people to get behind uh, the design and everything else, you know, and not necessarily worry about the quality at this point, but later on down the line, Mm -hmm. it'll happen once everything kind of stacks up and everything, but, you know, I think that that's very important for uh, creatives, like, when you first start something, don't be worried about all the the logistics and the money and everything like that you know just put it out if you can Mm -hmm. and you know i think that with the clothing line thing it's interesting because you don't have to put in any sort of money like you can literally start it by just making a website and running a pre-order you don't even have to make a website you can literally just go around and say like hey you want to buy this hoodie that i got a picture of right here uh and then just kind of you can have pop-up shops yeah you know there's other ways around it but um, I use Squarespace mm-hmm. and it's only like $30 a month. Yep. It's pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. And like I bought my domain, which is only like $18 for two years. Yeah. So it's really cheap. I mean, yeah. I can afford the $30 a month like right now, mm-hmm. but some people may not. So again, you can always venture out and go to artists' pop up shops and see if you can put some of your stuff in there or you can sell them on the street or you can, mm-hmm. you know, there's also another grind instead of having to pay yeah. for a website or. Yeah. Well, and then there's also like places like eBay, yeah, and, like yeah, you yeah. know, Instagram's a huge one that's free. You know, like you can make it work for mm-hmm. yourself. And I think that you know, if you if somebody out there is trying to start a clothing line, definitely hit up Riz or I if you guys have any questions. Yeah. But like, obviously, like you can you can make it work. It's just you know you gotta kind of do your research beforehand. Mm-hmm. And if money is a big issue for you, then you know just figure out the ways yeah. to kind of go about it in a free standpoint. And then. Uh, the pre-order thing I think is huge. It is. That helped me out a lot because yeah. I didn't have any money. Yeah. And before I even, um, when I did, like I was pretty broke at one point when mm-hmm. I was in college. That's when I started the thrift page. Yeah. Honestly, I was just posting the pictures on there and if someone liked it, they would DM me and I would just ship it to them if they were not in the city, you know, yep. if they were, I just, we'd link up. Yeah. So it's like pretty simple to get your, yeah. your stuff out, man, if you really want it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like we've done a lot a lot of the same things like yeah. you know i've i started like a thrifting page too you know and it's like it's weird how clothing kind of speaks to a lot of yeah. people and i think that you know especially in des moines there's a lot of people that sort of like want to be known for fashion and like try mm-hmm. to try to like expand their wardrobe almost in a sense so i think that if you add something kind of obscure and abstract for yeah. some people to go out and buy instead that's a different dynamic your, your, uh, instead of like your basic like reds and solid colors mm-hmm. and blacks you know because yeah. I look at my closet sometime and I feel like I got too much of the same color and yeah. I'm like I need to get some blues in here I need to get some yeah. oranges or you know yeah because I have a lot of red and black stuff yeah same here I got a lot of black it's like mainly all I yeah. wear all the time, but you know. That's the main reason why I had, uh, I wanted the regular black hoodie, but mm. I got a peach hoodie. I don't have anything peach. Yeah. And then I got a sandstone, which is like a tan, and I don't really have anything tan, so yeah. I'm like, I just wanted to do something different. That's awesome, brother. Yeah. That's awesome. I really loved all the colorways, too, and everything. Thank you. I thought it was super dope, bro. Uh, 
I uh, think for the, I'm gonna have another pre-order for them. Word. I think I'm gonna try to switch up some of the colorways and try something different. Yeah. But it's gonna be the same type of yeah. design and stuff. But I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Gotcha. Are you trying to be like very consistent with it? Like, are you trying to do yeah. like every month or so? Or like, what no, do you feel like I think I'm gonna plan? do seasons. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So like right so like now it's like a fall winter. Yeah. Because just the hoodies and stuff. It was kind of a small drop. Mm-hmm. Eventually I'll release more at a time. But um, I think the next one I want to get, like, late spring, summer. Yeah. More bold colors, more brighter colors, you know, more fashion statements, you know. Absolutely. I want people to go to rockets and festivals if they want to yeah. or, you know, wear it out to, like, functions or events or awesome. can rock a T-shirt or something to the pool or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, something that's just bold. Yeah, that's awesome. Bro. Yeah. I really enjoyed listening to you talk about mm-hmm. it and everything. Thanks, man. It's a beautiful message behind the brand. Appreciate it. And you're a great dude, so that makes it even better. (laughs) And it kind of gets people bought into it. Uh, Getting into some of the closing questions for you here, though, brother. Uh, Who or what kind of is the inspiration to do what you do? Man, like as far as like people around me or like celebrities. Yeah, just whatever you feel. It could be related to life. It could related be related to um, fashion. Actually, I have a number one person. That's my little brother. He's Word. only seven years old. Word. But um, I treat him like he is my son. You know, Absolutely. like I literally look at him like he's like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy because I'm 24 and he's only seven years old. He'll yeah. be eight this year. But it's just crazy that I want to. I'm not treading like lightly. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that I make him happy and in his eyes I'm successful and I want to make sure he stays on the right track and doesn't end up in trouble or you know and I, I never like last night I just saw him and I told him like don't ever apologize for being here you know be yourself at all times you know because sometimes he gets a little shy and I'm like be yourself because I struggled with being nervous all the time or always wearing what people thought about me so I'm trying to teach him earlier on because that sucked like I'm just now starting to get you know confident again but yeah I just want to make him happy and I want to make sure that he just has a good life so that's literally like the number one thing why I do it as far as like where I get my inspirations from Mm -hmm. like like ASAP Rocky Travis Scott Jaden Smith um there's a lot of people, yeah. man, you know, and I it's feel not like inspirations even, everywhere. Like the thing with me is like I don't just study fashion, I study mm-hmm. visuals too. Yeah. So um, I try to be an all-around artist. Like I don't want to just label myself as just a fashion guy. Mm-hmm. So um, I am on YouTube watching music videos for countless hours, yeah. like all the time, looking at the little nicks and picks and that they put in there mm-hmm. that will some somehow I'll find something that I can put in my brand or like photo shoots or like yeah. visuals or something yeah. that's cool you know that I, I don't know I just I love looking at stuff all day Pinterest Etsy yeah. anything yeah and I think that there is especially with the internet I think that it's very yeah. accessible for because I'll be like sitting alone at my house and I'll just be like I'll see something maybe on TV or like on YouTube or whatever it is and I'm like whoa it, it yeah. kind of gets my wheels turning and I'm like okay I gotta like yeah. write this down or like design something real quick it's kind of crazy how you know especially if you got that creative mind mm-hmm. it's like always turning and yeah. one thing can just kind of set a bomb off real quick and it's like oh shit like yeah. it's go time I gotta do something before I lose this type of Bro, idea so. like I always so if something pops in my head mm-hmm. I have a hard time with just writing it down real quick yeah because I like for some reason I forget like random stuff like what I had yesterday to eat yeah. but like for some reason I never forget my like ideas really and but I'll make sure that I text Borg or I'll text my homie Chris or yeah. Space and I'm just like hey does it sound like a good idea like what are you what's your thoughts or I'll just say hey I'm gonna just text you this real quick so I don't forget it just in case and then yeah. they'll give me feedback and you need to do this better they're like i have such a great support system it's yeah, unreal that's awesome brother yeah. and i think that having that support is key to a lot of things mm-hmm. you know especially if like on the creative side of things and in life in general yeah i think that it's huge to have a core group of people or just maybe even one person that you know cares about what you're doing mm-hmm. uh you know and i think that always having that love around you is really key to kind of knowing that you have to show yourself love and also others as well I think that that's something that's very big yeah, I'm glad man. that you have that in your life too man it's 
beautiful. Uh, talk to me about some of the future plans that you have, regardless if it's with the brand or if it's just in life. Is there something that like is um, coming up here soon? I want to travel a lot more. Yeah. Like I, I need to see the world. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to end up living here uh-huh. and just traveling a lot, or yeah. if I just need to bounce around every like yeah. year, sign a lease for a year, and just bounce around. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like. I, there's so much to see yeah. and there's like all the time people are like why are you in Iowa like you need to go to LA you need to go yeah. to like somewhere big that's gonna like help you push your gym, dreams because there's a lot of people here that are closed minded yeah. you know Yeah. so they're like you need to be where everyone just understands you yeah. know and it's just like honestly the more that I'm like thinking about it I would much rather want to get put on in my home city yeah. you know it would just it would make it m- that much better yeah. I can always travel and have connections or meet with people Absolutely. you know but like as long as I make it here yeah, it's just or even if I didn't make it here and I, someone just found me or when I'm traveling or mm-hmm. something like that I can always like I'd always represent Iowa yeah. you know and I think that that's something that is tough, especially, like, I just personally got back from L.A., and, like, yeah. I had, I was there for, like, probably four days, and I made, like, these crazy connections with people, like, and I saw, like, Michael B. Jordan, like, in a store and, like, really? made eye contact with them and shit. It was, like, insane, bro, but it's, like, a place like that, I would never be able to do that here. Yeah. So, like, there is a different dynamic with being in a bigger city, but yeah. I do, I also do have the idea of, like, you know, I want to stay here. Like, I want to prove to, like, people, like, if I do ever, like, make it big or whatever it is the case is, like, you know, that I made it happen from where I'm at. Exactly. I'm a firm, like, b- believer and preacher about that, you know, that you can make something happen regardless of what it is where you're at and I think that if you do go to some place that is like LA or New York or whatever like that you do have the ability to find those connections but I feel like you're also like you're a little fish in a big pond at some points in that so I think that you know if you don't necessarily know what you're doing at that point when you make a move like that then it's like it's it's kind of tough yeah. to figure that out for yourself but you know if you bring something that is really big in those cities and you bring it back to a place like yeah. Des Moines opportunities are endless crazy here. opportunities are endless here i just like how the art scene is growing yeah. every like every year it is yeah and i feel like me learning and still growing i feel like it's perfect for me to be in such a small you know place mm-hmm. considered from like a huge city like LA I think it's just cool that we can all like work with each other and perfect our yeah. crafts before wanting to make that move, yeah. you know, jump like making that that bigger step because mm-hmm. like you need to make sure you know what you're doing because yeah. if you go to a bigger like place and try to live there and try to go to the industry, it's, mm-hmm. I swear it's gonna like swallow you up. Yeah, because then like some people don't take you seriously yeah. in those cities. Exactly. Like they're like, oh, you're just a kid from Iowa, like what do you know yeah. about yada 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 yes, you know so that that can be tough in some instances but you know i would i would advise anybody really though like to just go out and travel mm-hmm. and witness it before for yourself like go out there multiple times go to a place multiple times and uh figure out if that really is the place for you yeah. instead of like you know going there once and it's like this place was so dope but if you go there like multiple times then you get yeah. a different like feel Bye. for it you know so i think that that's something that i want to do with los angeles in general because i had a great time going out there but you know i think that it's always like been that dream of mine yeah and, you know i think that i'm still like biting off that high of it yeah. you know almost and i just i want to make sure that that would be the right place for mm. me so i feel like in the next couple of years hopefully that I'll make some more trips out there, and then maybe in the future I'll decide if yeah. that's the thing. I'm more of a like a scenery person. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily need to live directly in the heart of the city. Yeah, you know what I mean, like um, one of my favorite places to travel was like Oregon, really, or Washington. It was just crazy. Like yeah. there, there's a lot to do there, honestly. Yeah, like hiking. There's just like I think it's like the vegan capital of the world, honestly. But it just had a chill vibe. Like, everyone was, like, doing stuff like this, just chilling at a coffee shop or um, just riding bikes or just, you know, it just, and it smelled so fresh because there's so many trees and it's just, yeah. Oregon and Washington, that shit's crazy. But then it rains there a lot. It rains a lot, but for some reason it just, I don't know. It feels good, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's but kind of um it. i remember we went to this on this hike by this waterfall it's a huge <laughs> waterfall and i we got to like the top and you could literally look across to, i think it's the columbian river or something the like columbian that river. but it's like washington you could see washington on the other side of that so it was just crazy. crazy yeah that's insane bro yeah. and i think that you know traveling is like one of those things where you know you're never I feel like you're never going to be able to see everything in the world, obviously, yeah. but, you know, it seeing it from, like, a small-town perspective like Iowa and just getting out of, like, your comfort zone in a way, yeah. you know, it's it's beautiful, like, to see what the entire world has to offer, mm-hmm. and it's, it's so crazy how, you know, if you just get on and book a flight or drive somewhere new, it's like... You really kind of look at life differently yeah. in a way, and I think that that's something that's very. You mentioned about stepping out of your comfort zone. Like mm-hmm. honestly, if this was me last year, like this is stepping out of my comfort zone. Really? Like I'm terrible at speaking in front of people. Mm-hmm. You've done a great job, though. It's really. crazy. Like You've done a good job. I'm better. Like I used to have to like drink mm-hmm. and like get out of my shell yeah. and talk to people, and then now like I'm opening up more. Yeah. You know, like I used to be so bad at public speaking mm-hmm. and I just gradually got better. Like last year, I yeah. want to say, like I just, I started dressing better and it made me feel yeah. good. So I went up there more confident than yeah. just going sluggish. So that's another thing that I've been working on and stepping out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And I think that, you know, something for stepping out of your comfort zone is like something that I've done personally is, uh, you know, if I'm scared of something that... You know, I'm just I'm not really vibing with it or whatever. I'll constantly do it, and yeah. then that forces me to kind of exactly. just kick that to the to the curb. And like you know, like I was at a period of my life, I was like hated public speaking, yeah. but now it's like I do it on a All weekly basis, like yeah. just talking to the internet, basically. You know, so mm-hmm. and not being afraid of like what people think, and mm-hmm. you know, just speaking my mind because I think that there is a lot of stuff that. I have learned from other people mm-hmm. by just hearing them talk, yeah. and I think that you know if I can relay that to somebody else and they can change their minds or their or their lives in a way, yeah. doing my job, Most definitely. you know. So I think that that's a beautiful thing. About I think just, what helped me, like I had like five public speaking things I had yeah. to do for like finals, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm about to die. Damn. Bro. But like the first one was a little rough. Not mm-hmm. really rough, but I just, yeah. I was pretty nervous. Was that in, like, a speech class or something? No, it was, well, we had, like, final presentations in, like, for, oh, like, fashion yeah. and event management. So, I mean, some of them were groups, you know, uh-huh. but, um, I don't know. The first one, I was kind of nervous. No one could really tell, but I just know inside, I'm just like, bruh, I know, I just want to get out of here. Yeah. And then as the week went on, I just, like, it got better and better. I was just yeah. like, you know what? Let's get this over with. Like, I'm ready. Like, Absolutely. come on. And you know how they, like, ask who wants to go first. I'm like, let's get it over with. Come on. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, that just made it better because you're just doing repetitive. You yeah. just keep doing it and keep doing it. It just gets yeah. easier. That repetition, it's something about it. And yeah. it kind of helps practice. ease things. Yeah. Because practice practice does make perfect for real so you know it's a good thing uh getting into some of the other closing questions for you here brother what is one thing that you have to do in life like when it's all said and done and you're laying on your deathbed what is that one thing that you have to say that you've done in your life it's um, a big question let it sit it is um I just want to make sure if I'm on my deathbed that I lived life for me, positive, always sitting good vibes, making sure everyone is happy. Like I just love to make people happy. I just want to die peacefully and make like, I don't even have to be rich or anything like that. As long as I feel like I was successful and successful to me is loving yourself and being happy. As long as I, you know, handle that deed, then we're good. I can die peacefully. Last question here for you, brother. Uh, it's something that I ask everybody that comes on the podcast. So I want you to imagine that I have a copy of the New York Times written right here, okay? Yeah. It's written from 10 years from now. There's a, a cover page, and it's a picture of you, and then there's an article written about you. What is this a picture of, and what is this article written about? Um, can the picture just be me? Absolutely. Or can it be like some of my close brothers it can be you it can be like the closest people around you it can be whatever you want it to be oh, you're good. you said what yeah for sure for sure for yeah, sure we got you. Yeah, for sure for sure um 
for some reason I have this vision all the time, I can just see me, Space, and Borg, and Trey. Cause like, before we started anything, that was like our group. Yeah. Like we had a little group. And I could just see us like cheese and like hugging up or just turn. And I feel like it's just like one of those things like we made it, Yeah. you know? Absolutely. Whether it's Space is on the stage rocking the shit, or if it's Borg like, you know, videography or taking photos, I just feel like we're gonna be at some huge event and we're just hugging or I don't know if it's crying or whatever, but it's just gonna be tears of joy. That's beautiful. Yeah, for real. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I really like how you guys have like this very like family. It's cause we're all, we are family. Yeah. Well, me and Borg are cousins, so uh-huh. is Space and Borg, so it's yeah. just weird. Yeah, like, so, like, know. that's what Borg was talking about in uh, in his podcast and everything, but it's just crazy, like, you guys yeah. kind of, like, from a lot of people, like, on the outside looking yeah. in, they can, like, just think that you guys are just very close friends, mm-hmm. but, you know, like, getting in to sit down and, like, talk with all of you guys, it's like, you know, you guys really do, like, take this, like, almost as a family yeah. like, thing very seriously, you know, and I think that it's a beautiful thing to kind of how you guys always are around each other and you guys are always pushing mm. each other to be the better person and everything Always, like that. man. That's awesome. We're always send each other positive vibes. Whenever we're like in a little artist funk, you know, or a little creative block, we always be like, man, just take your time, you know, you got it. Absolutely. You're good. Like, don't stress about it. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's the picture that would be on there. Just us, like, happy, like, you know, and it's just like we made it. Absolutely. Riz, where can everybody find you on social media? Where can they find your clothes? All that. Plug that shit up right now. I got you. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is F-X-E-K-R-I-Z. And then Instagram is F-X-E-K period R-I-Z. And then also you can find my brand on F-X-E-K-F-U-L-L-M-O-O-N. So that's Fuck Full Moon. Riz, I appreciate you, brother, for stopping appreciate by it, today. Man. Yes, sir. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today's episode. Uh, we dove into a lot of stuff today, uh, some heavy topics. And, you know, if you guys are out there and you guys are struggling with some of the topics that uh, we talked about and touched on today, uh, don't be afraid to reach out to really me or Riz or really anybody out, out in the world. Because, you know, if one of my buddies uh, is struggling through something, regardless if I know them or not, uh, I'm going to go and just sit down with them and just have a long, deep conversation about life and uh, try to get their minds off of things. So if you guys are struggling with something like that, please reach out. Do not be afraid to reach out to me or Riz. Uh, You do matter, like Demetrius Harmon has said uh, with his hoodies and everything, how Riz touched on. Uh, But you guys do matter. Each life in the world matters. and one life can change the world, and that's something that I firmly believe in, uh, you know, so don't feel like you need to end it all or anything like that, because you are worth it, and uh, that's a huge message to live by, and if you're going through some shit, we all go through some shit, so sit down with us and have a good long talk about life, and uh, we'll get everything good and squared away for you uh but ladies and gentlemen thank you guys for tuning in today and uh listening to this story my guy yes sir yes sir i just want everybody to know man love yourself out here man you know what i'm saying love yourself and it's my birthday and we teed so thank you guys for celebrating with me on this podcast yes sir yes sir shout out to riz and happy birthday to him uh but ladies and gentlemen that's it for today's episode thank you guys for tuning in my name is nate robinson this is Riz over here, and we're out. Peace, everybody.